When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and our YouTube account, and later on our podcast channel. Newcastle beat West Ham 3-2 up at St. James's Park. It was a game that had absolutely everything. I'm joined by Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder, who was at the ground. Lee, how would you sum up this afternoon? Yeah, it was, as you say, had absolutely everything. You know, you never can get too comfortable with Newcastle United, and that game proved it. You know, two 0 up and flying. Um, I did say before the game, West Ham would be nervous because of the position they're in, and that proved to be correct. But Newcastle gave them a a written invitation back into the game, actually, uh, in the second half. And then you you were almost amazingly pondering, would a would one point be a good result from that from that game? Obviously, it wouldn't have, but thankfully, Newcastle, they got on with it. They rolled their sleeves up, and uh, thanks to uh, Joe Willock, they've, they've got a, a winner in the end. Alan St. Max from back in the side, and he was absolutely brilliant. You only actually had 29 touches, but that first half, West Ham just couldn't handle them. They were, the defence just parted every time St. Maxim got on the ball, and obviously, he has a hand in that, in that first goal. How do you sum up his performance? Yeah, I thought he was he was outstanding. Really, obviously, still got he's going to get sharper as the the weeks go on as well. That's the other thing. But thankfully, um, you know, he, when he went off, it was it was okay because he'd given them sort of you know the platform to to go on and and, and win it. Uh, but you know, when he gets fully fit, you, you're going to see a different team. I think altogether. Uh, that's just a taste of what's to come. Um, he's a class act. Newcastle really, without him, have not looked anywhere near the decent side that they can be. But ultimately, uh, today he was man the match for me. And you know, I thought Matt Ritchie played very well too, getting two assists. And Newcastle have looked, you know, his his return has coincided with, you know, a draw and two victories. So uh, lots to lots to be positive about. But that sort of sticky spell in the second half, uh, that was worrying. Mm. So we had uh, known goal by Diop. Joe Linton then scored the second. I mean, the first two goals, Lee, were just absolute howlers by the West Ham defence and goalkeeper. And the second one, I mean, Fabianski just drops it onto Joe Linton's foot and it's in the back of the net. I mean, it's been a long while since I think I've seen two clangers in a game like that. Yeah, I mean... Again, going back to West Ham's nerves, I mean, that's that's gonna it's natural, really, where they are, they're, they're way above where they should be. And you, you did think that you know today was an opportunity for Newcastle, thankfully, they've taken it. Um, but the goalkeeper, as you say, having a real old wobble there, and Newcastle really they, they played on the break, and I think they only had 30 odd percent possession overall. And as you say, St. Maximin only got 29 touches. 
and there was others as well who were on a on a low sort of touch count and but it didn't really matter in the end of the day because Newcastle you know did well with the ball when they had it Craig Dawson sent off in the build up to that goal uh, the the St Maximum Diop own goal for taking out Joe Linton second book in there I think it's importantly to state while the second half was well below maybe what we all expected the first half Newcastle were on top even before West Ham got sent out in 10 men and they came out looking sharp. I think we spoke about uh, you know, how West Ham often start really well and Newcastle don't tend to, but it was kind of the other way around. You know, Newcastle came out of the traps really well and deserved you know, their, their two-goal lead at half-time. Oh, they were full value for it. There's, there's no doubt about that. My only, my only worry with them was that they were going to get dragged in because West Ham had completely lost the plot. They needed half-time more than Newcastle did. My only worry was Newcastle were going to get dragged into the sort of West Ham's fury, if you like. And, you know, with Shelby being on a yellow card, I did raise a question at half-time. Would you, would Stevie Bruce be saying, shall I take him off here or can you, can you hold your nerve for the second period? Thankfully, he did. Uh, it wasn't his best game by, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I think, the to be fair, I think the midfield did go missing a little bit in the second half. Because that's where West Ham were just coming through the centre and causing a lot of problems. And uh, yeah, it's it could have been a total uh, total nightmare when that that penalty was given because West Ham at that point probably felt they were had a right to push on and win the game, but Newcastle thankfully had something in reserve. Mm, definitely, when that penalty went in, I think a lot of people thought Newcastle might let the let the point slip. Uh, the second half, Lee. It wasn't very good at all. And I, what you put it down to, I know Steve Bruce has asked about it in his press conference um, because the, the, the two performances, the first 45 to the second, were just massively diff different. And I was really disappointed by the second half. Yeah, I mean, Steve Bruce said in his press conference after the game, everything we asked them to do at, at half time, they didn't bother. So that's obviously where they went wrong. I mean, Steve Bruce was uh, redder in the face than I am at the moment uh, by the full-time whistle. It, it, it really puts him, it puts you through the mill, doesn't it? And to be fair, looking around, you know, some of the staff on the way out the ground, they were the same. That's what Newcastle United does to you. It takes you on this sort of roller coaster ride uh, in the 90 minutes. And that, that's what happened today. It was a little bit like the Southampton game in some ways. Um, you know, when Newcastle ended the game with nine men that day, but, but held on. They don't make it easy for themselves. That's that's the top and bottom of it. And really, had they not got the three points today, that would have been such a huge blow. And you know, possibly given Fulham some a uh, little bit of encouragement going into their game. But you know, as it stands now, nine points clear, the fifth fifteenth place, the dizzy heights of fifteenth place, and nine points clear with six games left. You would surely think Newcastle can go on and, and finish the job now. Fingers crossed. And I know today was probably all about getting the points and making sure that gap between Newcastle and Fulham, you know, we've got three more points there. But I just look at it longer term, Lee, and I think how many, how long can Steve Bruce talk about a good first half or a good second half performance where the other half was, was, was not good at all? And going forward, looking into next season, we, we need to start seeing a bit of improvement and consistency, don't we? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it was only last week I was having a conversation with you about the complete performance after the Burnley game. I mean, that was, you know, that went the other way. Um, but really, 
if they look, maybe they are building up to a, a big conclusion, and we're going to see a couple of these complete performances. That'll be fine because if they can do that, get another couple of wins, then they'll be safe. But they they needed this today. They needed to show the character, hold on, and thankfully that's exactly what they did. Uh, you look at where they go from here. Obviously, Liverpool away next. That's never much fun going down to to Anfield. So that will be tough. But um, with the results the way they've been this season, you never know. You never know. And then then they can get the job done, you know, completely. And 38 points, I think, for me now will be enough to stay up. Even 35 could be, depending on the way Fulham go. Lots of people asking about the penalty. Obviously, it was awarded after a VAR decision, the ball striking Kieran Clark's hands. For you, Lee, was it a harsh penalty? Well, when you when you're going up for a header and you're sort of leading with your arm or your forearm, then you know you leave yourself exposed. And the minute I seen the referee run over the monitor, I thought, well, that's a penalty. Uh, no, to be fair, I don't think people noticed uh, the the press because there's no monitors at the moment. They didn't realise that it was a VAR check, but thankfully I had a screen behind me in one of the boxes, and uh, you could see the VAR. The, the match feed showed a VAR check, so I, I knew it was going to get looked at. And then when I seen Kevin Friend running over at the monitor, I thought, yeah, he's going to give that because he can't not give it because, you know, he's led with his arm. And I think Newcastle tried to take the sting out of it a little bit with uh, the player getting treatment. And then, obviously, Dubravka tried the mind games with Lingard, but, you know, it was a good penalty. Uh, player in form. And, you know, he's, he's beaten him there. And 2-2, it was anybody's game, even against 10 men, 11 v 10. It was anybody's game at that point. Yeah, and Willick comes off the bench and gets the winner. Obviously, he had a similar impact against Spurs the other week. And just, I mean, again, I think, first of all, we, we pay, I mean, you've, you've already briefly done it, but Matt Ritchie, great ball in the box, and Willick rises again and, and puts it home. He says he's been practising his head, and it's clearly pay, paying off. Yeah, and you know, the thing, the, the point I want to make on Willock is is that we've got players at the club where they're at a similar age, but he's getting in the team ahead of them. Arsenal are very good with their youngsters in terms of giving them the game time and getting them the experience. Believe it or not, I think Willock's played nearly 80 games for Arsenal over the time he's, he's been there. And it, it, his Premier League experience is there for all to see because he's now come off the bench twice haven't been dropped and, you know, got vital points for Newcastle. They could turn out to be absolutely crucial. So Steve Bruce actually said in his press conference that he would like to sign him uh, again next season, whether that's on loan or paying the money. But uh, for me, if he can play, if he can produce that, I mean, that's his third goal now, is it, for Newcastle? So, yeah, you want goals from midfield. He certainly bought that and um, he saved the day for Newcastle today. I'm thinking the chance to actually score another goal at St James's Park in front of a full crowd might might have enough to persuade him maybe that next season he could he could come back. Fingers crossed. Um, a lot of people asking though, why isn't he starting? Do you think he, you know, he scores today, he makes that impact? Do you think he does enough to see either Shelby or Longstaff drop out next week or a formation change to to get Willick into the side? Well, he's certainly done his case no harm uh, in the last two home games, but 
really, I thought Longstaff today, first half, fine, no problem with that. Uh, second half, I think it was a collective thing, really, but the midfield seemed to suffer the most. And as I say, West Ham were working a lot through the centre and creating a lot of pressure on the Newcastle goal. So I think it would be possibly a little bit harsh if Sean Longstaff was dropped next game. Shelby, he's the captain. I can't see him going out the team, even though he didn't play very well today, let's be totally honest. I don't know if people agree with me or not on that. I don't think he did very well uh, overall. He got the yellow card and he was on a on a knife edge. But but yeah, the, the good thing is the creating chances and the scoring goals. And you know, that's that's huge. They weren't they look didn't even look like scoring uh, a couple of months ago, but now they are creating chances. They are looking a confident team going forward. And yep, yeah, 35 points in the bank with six games to go. Steve Bruce saying he was going to try and beat last season's points tally, uh, which was 44. Um, so that would be three wins from the last six games. That would be very difficult, but at least, the, at least they're talking positively and playing positively at the moment. A few people in the comments saying they would like to see Shelby drop to the bench for the next game. And agreeing, Lee, with you that he should have been hooked off at half-time with that yellow, but obviously survived the game. Um, a positive as well, Callum Wilson back comes off the bench and he had one moment where he sprints through. It was a, a Miggy pass and the, the pass was over hit, but Wilson tried his best to get there. He was full speed. Everything looked fine. There was no kind of pull up. I mean, that might've been the, the kind of the, the initial fear when he starts hitting full speed, but perfectly fine. And he, you know, he got involved and it was good to see. And he looks like he's, he's probably back to, to match fitness and definitely within a shout of starting, you would say next weekend. Yeah, you you would say so. There's nothing to lose to start in, uh, at Liverpool in, in some ways. I think realistically now Newcastle they are, you know, they can go into the Liverpool game feeling relaxed in some ways because they've got the points they needed today. We'll see how Fulham get. I mean, Fulham's next two games. I think it's Arsenal and Chelsea. They're very difficult. You, you, if they don't emerge with at least three from that, then I think it's over. So uh, hopefully they can, you know, get back um, in the future. But realistically, this season has probably been down to Newcastle having that Premier League experience over Fulham. But, you know, it's not done yet. That, that's one point Steve Bruce made in the press conference. He doesn't feel that, uh, you know, the 35-point mark is going to be enough. And, you know, they've got to keep pushing. But hopefully they can get there.